says I have trouble with intimacy, but people often die when they get close to me. I'm kicking and punching. Hey everybody, welcome to the DC Threekly Batman and Robin Eternal podcast, episode 19, which deals with Batman and Robin Eternal, issue 19. This is a spoiler podcast, so we're going to talk about what happens in the issue. If you haven't read it yet, take a little break, pour yourself a drink, read the issue, and then come back to us. Uh, This issue is written by Tim Seeley, with uh, art by Paul Pelletier. Uh, I feel like I'm always mispronouncing that, but that's okay. Um... And it picks up right where last week left off, more or less. We are in England, just outside of the Spiral HQ. A school bus crashes into a coffee shop. And uh, inside inside the school bus are all teenagers who want to kill for mother. Uh, From there, we go inside of the uh, headquarters. We get a big uh, fight sequence with various members of the staff being uh attacked by teenagers saying mother just over and over again very uh buster bluth-esque um we also get then uh, a scene of harper row in the bowels of the school with um david kane and what is actually even though we decided last week it wasn't her uh poppy ashmore in another cage and we see um Cass trying to, not Cass, I'm sorry, Harper trying to resist the pull of the uh, the sort of brainwave scrambler thing that gets mother, the mother gets control over all the teenagers. Uh, Jason comes in to try and stop her and he gets tased in the head. Then we go up to the, um, where Dick and Tim and Cass and Bertolini are all trying to figure out how to stop this. And, um, you know, we find out that Spiral, unsurprisingly, maybe has uh, some weird tech out there that is going to be presumably co-opted by Mother to help get the message, um, the ichthys message, all across the world, or at least into larger areas than she's able to do it now. Then we see uh, David Kane. He's about to punch Harper's face in, but instead he gets attacked by all the mother quoting uh, students, and we get you know some some more uh, action sequences here. We uh, eventually the signal breaks through to the computer room there, and both Tim and Cass start attacking in the name of mother and. The uh, Dick and Helena have to try and bring them down. Just turning some pages here. Uh, they continue to fight. They eventually figure out the only way to counteract the uh, the message is to essentially dose them with the fear toxin. And so the fear, because Mother's vision gives you the ability to overcome fear, and the fear toxin from the Scarecrow is like pure fear. They kind of balance each other out a little bit. So uh, that happens. Both of them are subdued. Um, Then we go back to uh, the basement level where Jason and uh, Jason, I guess, alone is trying to sort of fight against Harper and all of the students. 
Dick gets down there and he starts dosing them with fear toxin to try and uh, stop them. And uh, Cassie eventually winds up being the one to dose Harper and um, all's well and good, except that now Harper sees her worst fear and it's Cassie as some sort of monster. And so she's the issue ends with uh, Harper's hands around Cass's neck, just choking the hell out of her. Did I miss anything, guys? Don't think so. Nope, you got it all. Uh, Nicely done. Thank you. What did you guys think of this issue? I'll let you guys go first. It might have been my least favorite issue so far. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Vince? (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for you to elaborate. I'll I'll elaborate. Um, It was basically all the things that I, all the parts from last issue that I like wasn't so excited about (laughs) the whole issue. Oh man. See, this is like, this is perfect because it's like the exact opposite for me. Like I, I love that like right away it takes the focus away from this like what I thought was a really sour moment with Cass. Like it's almost not even mentioned, you know? Right. Like, like maybe the first couple pages and then they pack it away for the rest of the issue. And I really appreciated that. Um, Cause again, this is probably not fair, but I hated that turn of events. So I was kind of relieved reading this and then like, the art itself made this issue so much easier to swallow. The art was really solid. It was much, 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 much better. Yeah. 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 So like right there, it, it made this issue easier to read for me than the last two, actually. I I will. Yeah. I will give it that. It wasn't, it wasn't hard to read because like the art was really, it was really, solid this time i just like yeah didn't really care about anything that was happening i i see what you're saying though because i do remember you saying last week like oh now we're gonna have you know six or seven issues of um or what is it 24 or 26 it's 26 okay yeah so you said something like you know not we still have to deal with the virus and we still have to you know all this wrapping up stuff that, that seems rote, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and I, I remember you saying that last week, and I agree, but I'd actually rather have that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> than than what? Than the other stuff. No, that, I mean, that's a perfectly understandable and respectable take on it, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I have no argument with that. To me, it just seemed like... You know, when you're in a limited series like this and there still are so many dangling threads, I don't need two thirds of the issue to be fights that aren't gonna go anyplace. Oh, an interesting point regarding like use of space and stuff. This is the first issue I think that didn't have a flashback. Interesting. Oh, is that true? Huh. I'm not I'm not totally positive on that, but I think it might be. Well, I don't know. Maybe some of the Tim and Jason issues, they might not have had flashbacks. I'm not sure now. That's interesting. Um, 
I, I think I, one of the issues where they were in in the the temple of Saint Dumas or whatever that one of those might not have had a flashback. Yeah, I don't remember, but but your point is still is well taken because yeah, it definitely felt more substantial focusing on this one focusing on the present rather than bouncing back and forth. And in a way that makes sense because I think we're I think we're pretty much done with the past now, don't you yeah. think? Or, well, I feel like we'll get a, a, a maybe a few more flashbacks towards the end that sure. kind of like cast things like we'll probably get like a flashback of Bruce trying to decide what to do about Harper and get some of his, you know, some kind of like closure on that, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, like as far as like the the driving force of the of the flashback, we kind of hit the hit the end of that. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it just seemed to be um, like one of the things that I also really enjoy about the series is just all the all the new ideas that get thrown out there, all the interesting twists that could be taken. And this issue just didn't really have any of that. And that's okay, I guess. It's just, uh, I don't know. I guess this is, if you had told me that this is where the series would be with only uh, seven issues left, I'd be a little bit disappointed. Same. Yeah, I guess. Um... It, it is good to see Tim Seeley back. Yeah, yeah. Um, right away, you can tell his... I mean, you can hear his voice, you know, in the script right off the bat. Yeah, you can. And there's there's one thing. I didn't get the... This went over my head. The um, oh, Where was it? The, like... Jim and Juan? Jim and Juan, yeah. I didn't yeah. get that. That's a reference to an earlier issue of Grayson that was called... I believe the issue was called The Ballad of Jim and Juan. Okay. And I'll be damned if I can remember why, though. I just so, can't... Yeah, I guess I just don't remember that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It rang a bell, but I couldn't remember why. Yeah. It was like... It was like the sixth or seventh or eighth issue of Grayson. It was pretty early on. Um, and shit, I can't. I'm. I feel like a dumbass because I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I know that I know the name of that issue. Weren't they talking but, about like like Bruce's shitty sense of humor? I don't know. Uh, he was um, in this issue. <laughs> I mean, well, it, be- prior to this line, Jason was like talking about the the students and you know he says uh so these are your students huh great girls nice work professor and then J- uh, uh dick says yeah well at least they aren't talking about jim and juan yeah um, yeah i don't i don't cool that it, like you know ties into grace and then again that's like you know both being true to Seely's voice and tying back to his book Right. You know, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to see. He's taking over Suicide Squad, right? No, I think yeah. this month, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I got I to gotta hop on with that. I feel like it's going to be like the time that 
Alice Cott took over Suicide Squad and it was oh. good for issues and then he'll probably leave when Rebirth starts and something else yeah. will happen. <laughs> oh. No. So what are your one things, guys? <laughs> wow, you're really <laughs> Why don't you t- why don't you tell us how you really feel about this issue? <laughs> oh man. Well, you okay. know, I just I, I feel like we've uh, spoiler alert here. We've uh, we've recorded a uh another podcast tonight. We're a little we're a little beat. It's late. And uh my my one thing. Well, actually, before I mention my one thing, I just want to go back to the art for a second. Sure. I think this is the best that I think this is the best that Tim Drake has looked since Red Robin pre-Flashpoint. Like Hmm. I I kind of want Paul Pelletier to draw a Robin or like a Red Robin comic. I don't disagree, and like I really like his stuff here. I feel like it's looser than usual, but it feels because of that it's like more fluid and just like more dynamic. I, I don't know. There's something about it that just feels like he just kind of like it's- it, you know. Yeah, it's really it's it's kind of cinematic in a way, but not the way that you normally think. Like usually when we talk about cinematic comics, we think like you think big, like Brian Hitch or something. Yeah, like Brian Hitch, big blockbuster, like wide panel. But here I'm talking about like like creepy close-ups on faces and like yeah, like I'm looking at one at one of Doctor Nets, and it's just like right there. Yeah, yeah, and like very dramatic. Like even more dramatic than the script makes things out to be. Like, just like the the like sh- like tears or like shit coming out of Tim Drake's eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he's just like sweating, and he just like it just it really makes things. It makes the stakes feel a lot higher than they probably normally would. And uh, and so I really really liked the job that that he did on this issue and. He made like frankly a costume that I don't like very much look pretty good. The one the one knock I'll say on his Tim Drake is I feel like his Tim Drake the age uh varies wildly throughout the issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so my one thing. So we've already established or Seely has already established that <laughs> That uh, Jason is a Cheap Trick fan, is that right? Yes. He's apparently a Drake fan, too. Tim which is Drake? Like, no, Aubrey... No, I'm joking. <laughs> whatever his last name is. Um, yeah, the rapper Drake. He drops a, a Drizzy reference in there. <laughs> Where is that? He says something about... Uh, about the, yeah, the girls saw in school, it. it feels like a Drake video. Or oh something. yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so he's got wide ranging tastes. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so that's my one thing. Zach, what about you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I I really like uh, I like that they brought back the uh, the yellow. What is that like the Kate Kane uniform? Is that what that was? Anytime they bring, anytime that anyone brings in anything remotely related to the Morrison Bat Run, I 
I perk up for that. Yeah. Oh, not, God, I was tr- yeah. That's I was not even a one thing. But... No, that's a good one thing. It is Zach. a good thing. Yeah. You, you don't knock your own one thing. Um. So besides for the fact that I could have oh, sworn I'll knock it. But yeah, I I love that. I, I love that. Um I I thought that Poppy Ashmore was a was a blonde. I would have sworn on a stack of Bibles yep. that she was a blonde, but apparently she's not. That's cool. Um Yeah. But, that was weird. But that's not my one thing. Um as you guys know, I'm a huge Kyle Rayner Green Lantern fan. And there's been something about the Grayson costume that I've really liked, and I couldn't tell why. And there's a couple of shots in this issue today where it the, it looks a lot like the original Kyle Rayner costume, like the color and the um, sort of the geometric shape, like on his chest, looks a little bit like the Kyle Rayner costume. And it just, I'm wondering if, you know, Dick Grayson's been playing a bigger role in the Bat Universe, and Kyle Rayner's, you know, the one of the stars of Omega Men. And you know we're getting Wally West in the Batman TV on the Flash TV show. I wonder if we're not moving towards a bit of a '90s revival in DC. You stop it. I, ho- <laughs> I kind of hope so, dude. You well, know, you know me in the '90s DC. No, I'd be cool with that if those like if those guys were. I mean, that was pretty much the pitch of my Titans book. Right, was like a Titans book led by. Dick Grayson and Kyle Rayner and, you know, whoever else they want to drag up. Roy Harper, Roy Harper, Roy Harper, Roy Harper. I, I don't, I don't, they've killed Roy Harper. He's dead to me. We can rebuild him. We have the technology. <laughs> they already tried that, remember? Wow, they gave him right. a new arm. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can retcon him. <laughs> we have the technology. Him. No, but I think, I think there is something to that brian although i don't it it depends on how far you want to think rebirth goes so like what i'm saying is there is a wally west in the new 52 and he's african-american right and so so do we do we think rebirth is going to go far enough to merely first of all it's entirely possible that it doesn't touch on the that era at all mm-hmm. but if it does do we think it's merely going to pair what we've already got together or do we think that it can could possibly even go farther back than that speaking of spoiler there was a second in this issue it's uh after the like double page title spread um, where the headmas- headmistress or whatever mm-hmm. is shooting at people, and that last panel where someone comes up, and so for a second, oh, it does look like the spoiler. I, you're right. Yeah. Well, I thought, and like I, I kind of like flashbacked and thought, like I remembered to like the Morrison run when Stephanie was at the school for a little while, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, cool, this is how they're gonna bring spoiler back into this story because we haven't seen her in like a dozen issues but no yeah that's true that is weird i think i remember us talking at the time like oh haha they made a joke about how like steph's not going to be a part of this you know yeah <laughs> and, yeah, and there's yeah literally she hasn't been 
Now, I wouldn't put it past them to have her, like, show up at the end, you know? I think she's on the cover uh-huh. in the last issue, isn't she? Isn't everybody on that cover? Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I gotta be honest, I don't, like, pay attention to the covers before the week that something comes out. It's almost as if only one of us has a column about the upcoming DC books. Yeah, yeah. I used and I gotta say, to, yeah. if I'm gonna be taking that burden for you, it's... For, tough. for that one issue, for that one installment, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, on the cover, Zach, co- we- oh, Zach was saying something. Oh no, nothing important. I say on the cover of the final issue, it is Bruce and Dick and Cass and Tim and uh, Jason and uh, Steph and Harper and Babs and uh, Duke. Oh. See, and that's why I get excited because, like, we haven't seen Babs the whole time. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. We haven't seen Duke since that awesome fight in the restaurant. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to see these characters again. This portion of the show was incoherent nonsense. And so, for the benefit of all involved, I have edited this portion out. Uh, I'm going to need to reference these two words in a second. So, let me say, good guys. Speaking of good guys, you can find the three of us good guys on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I am at Brian Needs a Nap. Um, I'm at Sir Fox eighty nine. I'm at VJ underscore O S T R O W S K I. Even more bizarre nonsense. <laughs> All right, we we have devolved into nothing. This is just this is primordial goo right now. If you didn't buy Telos Five that came out this week, buy that at your local comic shop or comicology. And good. <laughs> <laughs>